Let's get this party rolling. Everybody, welcome out to the Domesticated Savages podcast. Today, I've got Jeremy. Get your nips ready. Get your nips ready. I like it. For oh, what? Yeah. For the tingles. For the tingles. Oh. <laughs> For the flippy nip. It's not jingle all the way, baby. It's tingle all the way. Hell yeah. That's Jeremy's nickname is Mr. Flippy Nips. Mr. That was going to be my nickname, Flippy actually. Nips. And I've got Fitz. Yo, 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 for show. And you've got me, Jake. How you doing? So today on the podcast, we're going to roll it out. We've been talking for a minute here, but uh, we want to kind of get into the legit podcast now. So let's let's roll this bitch out. So there, Fitzy boy, do you have any Do you have any national stories? We've got some personal stories we want to tell, too. But let's start off with the nationals and then roll into our personals. I sure does. What you got? Uh, We are going to go to Las Vegas. Okay, Vegas. So the sinners, land of the sinners, land of the sinners. I may or may not have gone there and sinned before. I don't know what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. I feel like if you go to Vegas and you don't sin, then it's a wasted trip. Well, I've got a Vegas story. Ooh, I want to hear it. Well, go go ahead. Is it your your titty bar story? No, we told that on the podcast. No, because that was Vegas too, right? Yeah. No, this is more stories. All right, titty bar story. What? Yeah, you're here. Titty bars. (laughs) All right. So, what's your story? Um, this comes from the Los Angeles Times. I don't know why, but I couldn't find this story on a Vegas. L.A. Times in Vegas. Yeah, I couldn't find it. Like, there's nothing going on in L.A. Okay, L.A. Times. Well, I couldn't find a story Bitches. on a Las Vegas like because what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Yeah. Uh, they know they, they keep their mouth shut. shut. Yeah. To the they gotta keep their mouth shut. <laughs> they can't tell their own stories. So the title reads: Eight Las Vegas teens face murder charges in classmates beating death. Oh shit! Damn, we're going heavy here. I thought we yeah. had a fun story. Oh no, negatory. <laughs> okay, let's hear this. <laughs> Eight Las Vegas high school students between the ages of thirteen and seventeen were arrested on suspicion of murder in the beating death of a schoolmate that was captured on a cell phone video and widely shared across social media. <sighs> Because that's what happens these days when shit goes down. Instead of intervening, you just pull out your cell you phone and record it. Out and watch yep. it. So Jonathan Lewis, uh, who's 17 years old, was hospitalized with severe head trauma uh, and other injuries after the November 1st attack, and then died a week later. So it appeared to be the fight appeared to be over a pair of headphones and a vape pen. So one of these kids accused or one of the eight kids had accused one of Jonathan's friends of stealing it, and they were kind of bullying him around. And so, of course, Jonathan, being the upstanding gentleman that he is, decided nice. to stand up was decides to stand up for his friend tell him that they're stupid he didn't do it you know all that stuff so they agreed to meet in an alleyway around the corner from the high school to fight it out as kids in high school typically do well used to doesn't really have much more it's no. true it's true usually get parents involved and yeah. you talk it out and express yeah. your feelings and maybe they should have in this instance probably i mean death isn't usually the way the outcome you want not but the okay. ideal yeah. turnout yeah. So the alleyway that they meet at is a popular place where they go to fight. And knowing that the school, you know, decided to not put cameras there for any reason. I don't know why. But the the fight kicks off. It initially starts as a one-on-one and quickly devolves into eight kids jumping them. Dude. And that's bullshit. The that's other bullshit. kid, the other kid that was initially accused got a little banged up, but they went to town on that Jonathan kid. And of course, when fights go down, other kids are there because other kids hear about it and so they are recording it some people post it on social media obviously it gets reported when the the kid goes to the hospital so in nevada a teenager accused of murder can be charged as an adult if they were 13 or older at the time of the alleged crime so okay. all of them are getting charged as adults yep no, good so Learn it sounds like yeah. four of the oh by law teenagers 16 or older accused in a killing are automatically transferred to the adult court system so they're all being charged as adults there's four of them that are age 16 or 17 at the time that it happened so they were all automatically transferred automatically over transferred to the court system the yeah adult. so the other four are still going to deal with juvenile court but they're still going to be tried as an adult as, as an adult yeah okay because they're teenagers the las vegas metro is not releasing the name of the students that were involved uh, other than the the victim so yeah so that's what we got they release the victim's name but not the suspect's names so yeah back in my high school you would always fight in a place was called choke cherry canyon okay and it was pretty well known for like rock crawling it's got some good outcrops and they would have like every summer like rock crawling competitions Um, but it's way out in the middle of nowhere so we'd all drive out there and there's like this big sand wash and one of my good buddies Scott he ends up uh, he's a sheriff down where I live and uh, he wants to fight a dude Eric and they set it up after school we're going out to Chokecherry and so I drive Scott out there and um, you're his hype man or what yeah I was his corner man (laughs) you're his corner man yeah and you're the muscle provided in case eight motherfuckers try to jump him but that never happened like you know exactly I went to you know dozens and dozens of fights out there I was involved in a few and it was 
was one on one. Yeah. Nobody jumped in, and yep. and it was kind of the old school. Like, hey, if you got your ass kicked, it was done. Yeah. And so there was none of this. Come back to school the next no. day with a knife, or the winner gets jumped the next day after school. Like none of that no, bullshit. None of that so bullshit. Scott and Eric go at it, and my buddy Scott fucks him up, and then so Scott ends up tripping at one point, falls and hit his chin on a rock. And so, I mean, this was like a, you know, like a three or four minute fight. So after it was all done, Scott won. Everyone's like, oh shit. And there was a couple people had camcorders because we didn't have no cell cam cell phone back videos. <laughs> no. So I have to drive Scott. Camcorders is like as big as a fucking boot yeah. box. Yeah. They've got to set up the tripod and <laughs> so, it's the big VHS uh, recorders. This, I, I, this was at lunch. Uh, no, this was at lunch. And so we go there for our lunch because we had an open campus. You could leave for lunch. Yeah. So we go there Lucky. for lunch. And then and that's how we were too. You didn't have open campus? Hell no. Oh. Bro, the school I went to was ghetto as shit, bro. <laughs> so I afterwards, I like, I had to carry Scott to the car. Like he, like, he was able to kind of walk out of there but with assistance dude yeah. eric had to be carried out of there yeah. um i take scott home I was like dude you got a shower so he's showering and he comes out and he's sticking his finger up in his chin he's like i don't know if this is good i'm like knock it the fuck off bro <laughs> fucking leave it alone don't finger bang don't that finger gash your, your chin. fucking finger chin fuck gashes your chin, homie so then he's like we go back to school well then the next period fucking sheriffs are showing up uh-huh and then it was eric had to go to the hospital no no major lasting damage or whatever yeah. he just got fucked up pretty good like some stitches or something yeah. like that maybe check for a concussion or fucking something. bruise up and yeah. swollen face and yeah. so the sheriff the deputy was talking he was like bro it looked like he went rounds with Mike Tyson no charges ever came from it you know the parents wanted to file charges but they're like there's kids doing mutual combat like and plus the the they got a hold of one of the VHS tapes and was like yeah, well there's nothing you can do about it like willing participant <laughs> but dude that's how it was you know mm-hmm. when I was growing up it yeah, was dude, just like kind of was nobody I mean, jumped was in me. and I got into a few fights back in high school man I, like you know you'd have your differences and it was interesting though because I never called for a fight but motherfuckers wanted to fight me for some reason. I don't know if there's like trying to prove a point or like yeah, trying, to gain, trying to gain cloud or something like that, but these perceived slights and I was like, what the fuck? This kid named JJ. Fuck you, JJ. But JJ, for some reason, had heard that I was like talking shit or something. So he comes up to shove me in the halls and I'm getting into my locker. I'm down on the bottom part of the locker because we had shared lockers. Yeah. Kind of sucked. But we had shared lockers and I was Wait, like the you bottom. you had like the same locker The with same two locker people? and I shared with two people. What? We didn't have enough lockers for everybody so we oh. shared a locker so I had a locker buddy or whatever. And I didn't sign up to be a locker buddy with one of my friends because apparently I'm an idiot and didn't do it. So I got put somebody else. He's a nice kid, whatever. So I'm sharing this locker and I'm in the bottom part of the locker getting my books out of it. Next thing I'm getting shoved. I'm bent over into my yeah. locker and I get shoved from behind and I like hit into the locker and my head bangs into it. And I thought it was a friend like dicking around or something maybe. Right. You know? yeah. So I stand up and I turn around and it's this JJ kid. He's like, fuck you. You've been talking shit on me saying this, that, and the other. I can't even remember what we were fighting about or what you wanted to fight about, but apparently I was talking shit. Like I'm seriously coming dumbfounded. I'm like, what are you, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? You know what it was. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I know right? what happened. What's that? It was, uh, you was trying to fill his girl's titties in the back of the truck when you got busted by your mom's. <laughs> oh, that was his girl. Oh, shit. That was later. This hadn't happened. Oh, yet. okay. Oh, trying to maybe pop had, that bra off. Maybe he's like, like, those are my titties that I haven't even touched yet. <laughs> trying to get her to nip out. <laughs> that hadn't happened yet. Oh, okay. That was later. So anyway, I, I stood up and I was like, what the fuck, dude? And he's like screaming in my face. And now I'm like, oh, this kid wants to fight. And it's like a switch flip in my brain and it's like i don't even know what he wants to fight about but i'm your fucking huckleberry I'm like let's do let's do this i got you donnie brooks let's go yeah. right I'm, I'm i'm down a clown let's do this and so i'm like cool let's fucking fight and so we're gonna fight right there in the middle of the hall of the school yeah. and you get the huge crowd that starts yeah. and they start chanting fight 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 and i'm fucking getting ready to go to toes and uh next thing you hear people screaming admin 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 i'm locked in still i've got fucking code red going on i've got like the tunnel vision going on you're like sylvester and stallone like, and over the top yes. the switch has been flipped yeah. Yes. And, <laughs> and you're I'm ready. Like, so focused in on my prey. I'm going to fucking kill this kid. I can't see anything else. And my auditory exclusion is going off the chain. I don't hear anything going on until this kid named Andy grabs me. He's like, let's go. And he grabs me. He's a, he's a basketball player. He's probably like a foot taller than me at the time. Grabs me and he like starts hustling me away. And he hustles me away. And we get out of there before I get snatched up by the fucking school admin. So we didn't fight at that time. But then they call us in, you know, like next period or whatever. <laughs> Can Jake come down to the office? I'm like, fuck. Here we go. So we get down to the office and I'm there with JJ. JJ's down at the office too. I guess they're putting the two tigers in the ring again. You know, I'm like yeah. looking at this kid. I'm like, oh, is he going to try to square up on me in the office? I'm, f- I'm ready to <laughs> yes. fight this kid again. I'm like, get the fuck. I'm ready to switch that flip again or flip that switch again. I'm like, let's go. And he's sitting there and the principal like calls him in and calls him in. They, they're chatting for probably five or 10 minutes. I'm sitting on the freaking chairs. And then he comes out and then they call me in. And when was he, he, comes, was when he, he giving you, was out, he giving you the crusty eye the whole time? Dude, yeah, he gave me the crusty eye. But also when he came out of the principal's office, he's like bawling his eyeballs out. What a bitch. 
bitch. JJ, you a punk ass. Yeah. And so then I go into the principal's office, sit down and he's like, okay, Jake. So I understand that you and JJ were going to fight. Dude, like, honestly, I just told him my story. I'm like, man, I was in my locker and he shoves me and starts accusing me of stuff. And then he like put his duke like he wanted to fight. What am I going to do? Sit there and take it? I was like, no, I was ready to kick his ass. It's like, I didn't want to fight, but if he's going to make me, I'm going to kick his ass. Principal's like, okay, that's kind of how we saw it too and everything we've gathered. So uh, you're good to go. Good. I'm like, oh, all right, well, fucking there you go. Fucking but idiot. so we didn't actually fight ever. He fucking calmed the hell down and actually came and apologized to me afterward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is what it uh, is. Eh, kind of lame, right? Yeah. You guys didn't have any jumpings or anything and, like that? Oh, we fought. I fought. Dude. I mean, I just think that was my first instance. No, no, no. I mean, like in, like in this story where you go one on one, but then his buddies jump in. No. no, like on that one, negative. No. Yeah. I had instances where I never had anybody. So I fought one on one, a handful number of, you know, quite a few times actually, probably mm-hmm. more than just a handful. Um, and you'd have, like Jeremy was saying, you'd have large groups there watching the fights, like ready to come and freaking spectate. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when we went toe to toe, like one on one, it was never more than just one on one. Usually I never on, had anybody jump in. On your half of the circle, it was your buddies. Yeah. And on the other half, it yeah. was their buddies. Like the shield wall, bro. You yeah. Know, like the fucking yeah. shields yeah. around the edge. Right? And nobody jumped in. No. Like nobody threw a, a mm-hmm. inerrant, like it was no. just let them handle their business. Yeah. And so. But um, every time ever, after I get, I get done fighting people, so you're done fighting and then you'd get up and you'd fucking shake hands. It was and, done. And walk off mm-hmm. and then you'd see each other in the halls after that. And he's like, hey, what's up? And you buried there the There was a mutual understanding. It was like, yeah, yeah it was whatever. Hatchet. Yeah. At our junior high, jumpings were common. Oh, really? Uh, so me and my best friend growing up, we earned the nickname called the Enforcers mm. right around eighth grade. Mm-hmm. And so what had happened is kids were out there in the, we have like a little patio area just outside of our lunchroom. Yeah. And so after school, that's where a lot of people go to fight. So me and my best friend are getting ready to walk home, which was like fucking five miles away, bro. We lived so far away. Mm-hmm. And so as we're w- cutting through this patio, we see all these kids forming up. And so of course us being interested, we go wander over there and we see these curious kids little fellers. Yeah. And Who's so these- to fight. That was always fun. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. So these kids are, these kids start to throw down and out of the group, we can see two or three kids getting ready to jump in. Like they're dropping their backpack. Dude takes his jacket off and they're getting ready to jump in. And so as, as they go to jump this one kid, me and my best friend, just without like communicating, we jump in and push these dudes out of the way. We end up fighting a couple of them, but like just enforcing the one-on-one. Yeah. And so this happens a couple times and it's the same group of kids. The dudes at our school were like the dirtiest fighters. We fucking hated those dudes. Every time they had a fight, the polys would show up because they would always try to jump kids. Really? So after two or three of these interventions, people just started calling us the enforcers. Nice. Like anytime we were around, like people knew nobody else was going to. So you would like, you would see people. You'd like want, like I would want you yeah. in my fight. Yeah. Well, like people would, would want you there. People would come and tell us like, hey, are you in, are you and so-and-so going to be at the fight after school? And I'm like, well, I guess we are now. Like I didn't know there was one. Like, they would like tell us there's going to be fights and stuff. Yeah. It, was, it was fun. That, that went all the way up to high school until I switched uh, to a different school, but that was fun. That you say till you switch genders. Until you switch. I switched genders and then I became Madam Enforcer. <laughs> and then you were the state <laughs> champion <laughs> female wrestling. No, what he'd do is he'd bake the he'd bake the fucking loser some cookies. Like, I'm sorry for your loss. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry for your embarrassment. <laughs> Here's some cookies and a band-aid for your boo-boo. <laughs> go home and don't be a bitch about it. <laughs> Train, bitch. Yeah. Don't show up tomorrow with a knife, you fucking pussy. pussy. So, and that, um, for a couple of years, I was a school resource officer. Yeah. And I don't think there was ever one instance where it was just a <clears throat> one-on-one fight. No. Really? Never. So which, which school were you at again? So I was at a couple of different ones. Um, I was at a middle school. Oh, okay. And so a couple of different middle schools. Yeah. Um, and so it was, I never, never saw just a one-on-one. Now what kids would do is, uh, they would, after they would go to a park after school and bring boxing gloves and they would kind of just goof around, mm-hmm. but it wasn't ever you know it wasn't ever like an actual uh, throw down throw down but you know it was like a kid would hear like all oh, this motherfuckers talking shit so then he'd go to three or four of his buddies and like, here we're gonna jump after school and that's all it was mm. like it was never uh an honorable fucking gentleman's quarrel gentleman's quarrel we had we had people you're talking about the boxing gloves and shit like yeah. that we had guys, I think, that were scared to legit fight, but uh, they would do the boxing gloves thing. They'd have somebody like challenge them out to a, a boxing duel. Mm-hmm. And uh, that started at my house, in my, <laughs> in, my, in my parents' basement. We were doing like the boxing Weird, shit. where we're recording currently. No, that was- Different house, was an old still school. in your parents' basement. Same basement. <laughs> so uh, they'd do the boxing <laughs> matches and somebody call somebody out and say, you know, box. And that only lasted for a short period of time in the parents' basement because uh, a few holes were put in the walls. Oh, like, yeah. People were getting 
smashed in the face and falling through and hitting the fucking drywall, you know. And Your pops was like, I'm not fixing this shit. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> you guys. <laughs> After that, we started taking it outside and doing it outside. But you know yeah. what? We, my, parents like a little, about, my parents knew all about it. They didn't give a shit. I guess I had like a little juvenile fight club yeah, going. We did that. It was, yeah, in we a, did. it was in a dude's uh, garage. And so, you know, concrete floor. And yeah. so we did like on a Friday night and it was more of like a social hangout. And then anyone could call anyone out. Uh, and it, it kind of started when, so my, my older brother, he was two grades ahead of me. So when I was a sophomore, he was a senior. Mm-hmm. And there was a kid in my grade who was like, I, you know, I, I can probably kick your brother's ass. And I was like, I don't know. I fought that dude a lot. And, uh, you know, he was bigger than me at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, played high school football and stuff. And I was like, I don't think you can. So my brother actually wrote a contract because my brother was 18 <laughs> at the time. Mm-hmm. And this uh, other dude was like, you know, 15, 16. And he's like, look, dude, if I maim, kill, otherwise disfigure you, you can't. You can't come back for recompense. No, I don't think. My, I don't, you know, they probably both, would hold water, yeah, but no, still. I don't think that's a legally like binding. Written in fucking pencil and crayon. You know, yeah, and I was, written in magic marker. Legally binding document, but. He would have got it notarized. And, my, and, the, and the guy, um, the guy who fought my brother was kind of like the, he was, he was a cut up, just kind of a, a funny guy. Uh-huh. And uh, I think he was just thought it was going to be funny. And like it, it all lasted all of like 45 seconds. <laughs> and he was done. He was it was done. pretty funny. For it 45 was seconds was funny. Got your ass pretty kicked. comedic. Yeah. You That's your brother went on to play college football? Yeah. Now he'd get his ass kicked. Dude, he's skinny as shit. Rides a bike everywhere. <laughs> Rides a bike oh, everywhere? Oh yeah, dude. He, he'll bike. He'll, he probably bikes like 30 or 40 miles a day. Yeah, dude, yeah. he's channeling that inner line. Uh, Lance Armstrong. Testicular cancer and all, I guess. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know about his personal health. I don't either. Another good story. Florida. We always Ooh. talk about we always talk about Florida, man. Florida. So Florida has now this group in Florida has decided it's comedy slam, is what the group is called. Has decided to start something called Florida Man Games. The event features beer belly wrestling and evading arrest obstacle course. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen in 2024. That's badass. <laughs> Is it gonna be on uh, ESPN 8 the Ocho? <laughs> yeah, the seriously. Anything that's almost a sport, they've got it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that one. I thought it was funny. We could look into that. Um, first ever Florida Man Games. They're set for February 24th, 2024, in St. Augustine, Florida. That is funny. unlike any other. You won't find games of tug of war or balloon toss challenging the Florida Man Games, but you will find an event called a catalytic converter, two bikes, and a handful of copper wires. <laughs> Race against time. Yes. Dude, how how fun would it be to show up there and fucking podcast during yeah, this whole thing? That'd be dope. Other events include evading arrest obstacle course, in which contestants <laughs> jump over fences and through yards while being chased by real police officers, oh, and beer yes. belly wrestling, though it's unclear if players are being judged on their wrestling or their beer bellies. <laughs> Both. That's awesome. That sounds amazing. I love it. That's awesome. And then another one is this one, and we've kind of talked about this on the podcast, we can bring it up and talk about it right now, is uh, it's eerie and it's kind of scary when you look at movies that have been made in the past and the movies are set kind of in the future mm-hmm. and you look at the way they perceive how's it going to be in the future yeah. and you see some things we see this in it's fucking sad and scary terrifying like 1984 that is a scary ass prediction of, it's like they're using the script and the movie the book blah, 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 from 1984 as a playbook nowadays Big Brothers watching you at all points in yeah. time. You're going to have like all this social media credit scores, shit like that, right? So you've got that. But another one that we have actually brought up is Demolition Man. Yes. Right? Yes. So Nikki sends me this deal about Demolition Man. And it's just an interesting picture of the sh- of the movie of Sylvester Stallone getting this ticket from this automated ticket machine. You've been fined one social credit. Yep. And it says here, in 1993, most critics dismissed a one-of-a-kind movie as just a stupid action flick with excessive explosions. Demolition Man. Except that it smartly predicted and joked about political correctness. Yep. Okay. Toxic masculinity. Yep. Racial bias. The hysteria around cancel culture and even more. Think about oh, yeah. that. Those things it predicted extremely, extremely well. But now it's obvious that the movie was brilliant, but it still doesn't get enough credit. Pretty crazy to think about how accurate that movie was in its depiction of where the future was. Sure, it's still like Hollywood eyes and there's right. some things that are like freaking completely but, outrageous. But a lot of the shit is extremely, extremely true. And you look at this. We've talked about this in this instance, and I'm going to bring it up again. Like the cop. Yeah. The cops in that show, they go out and they start handling a, a situation where they, like, they're like, well, I don't know. This guy's being vulgar toward us. Yeah. He's being violent toward us. Like, I don't know what to do. Ask the computer what I should do. Well, there's that one. And they turn to the handheld thing and they're yeah. like, what should I do? It's like, and it gives him like instructions on how to handle this freaking person who's being aggressive toward him. It was Wesley Snipes. And he's, you know, he was yeah. like, fuck you. Yeah. And there was that scene where it cuts to Rob Schneider. Uh-huh. And he was like, we're not trained to deal with this. We're cops. Yeah. We're not trained to deal with this. We're cops. Exactly. And, you know. 
it was scary, the last scene where how it is now it is like uh wesley snipes fucks him up and he's fighting that last cop and he's like you know put your dukes up like yeah. old school style uh-huh. and the cop went to hit wesley snipes and then wesley kind of puts his hands up like they feigning, and the cop goes oh, and then uh-huh. wesley fucks him up yeah but not only that, I mean, you look at, um, you know, it was, you could, you had, you know, there was like listeners. And if you said a curse word, you were fined one social credit. Mm-hmm. This is all in this movie? Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Seen it? Demolition yeah. Man? Bro, watch it. It's scary because it's so fucking real. Yeah. And everyone's like, kind of like, is, uh, like androgynous associate Bob. Who are you? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm associate Bob, mm-hmm. you yep. know? Yep. And if you were a free thinker, Dennis, uh, oh, what was his name? The, the leader of the resistance. Yeah, I don't remember his name. Uh, resistance. He was in uh, Rescue Me, that big sh- uh, fireman show. Yeah. McCleary. McCleary. Yes. Yeah, yeah, McCleary. And yeah, he's like, McCleary. dude, if you want to if you want to be a free thinker, if you want to, you know, kind of run your own life, you got to live underground. Yeah. And that's kind of how it is. Yeah, you can't be on the socials because they'll fucking shut you down. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's just something that I thought was like a pretty cool look at and uh, he said it to me, so I thought I'd bring that up. Interesting. So get this. A 40-year-old Las Vegas hotel cleaner stole a billionaire's used condom and impregnates herself. She wins. Whoa. She wins child support. Man. Shut the fuck up. Fucking she wins child support bro no shit yes the dude could take some lessons from drake yeah seriously you know do you remember that story sauce in the fucking condom we talked about it on the podcast what judge awarded that probably a california las vegas las vegas how the fuck does that happen because i'm sure the judge is like now you can afford it no mm, that dude there still has to be some level i get it i'm with you holy shit but if you're if you're a minimum wage hotel cleaner and you're like look i'm pregnant and like well how'd you get pregnant well i stole his condom and shoved it up my snatch and impregnated myself there's no fucking way i can dude honestly in today's in today's society can you see that being you don't see how that happens i don't see like i i can 100 believe that would be because you go to court let's say you go to court and let's say it's you and you've got seven billion dollars and there's some house cleaners say hey all i want is 10 grand a month but that's not the point i dude it's i get it i'm with you it's not the point but we're not talking about just because somebody and and even from the judge's point of view like just because somebody can afford it doesn't mean that that is how the law is written right and i agree with you but i'm saying in in a lot of these circumstances they don't look at what's right and what's wrong they look at the social aspect the optics of he can afford it it's not going to fucking dent his however many billions whatever he has he can afford it how quickly is that Fuck, how quickly how quickly is that dude gonna go get a vasectomy how quick is that dude gonna have that woman murdered uh, like the next day well i would fuck if i've got a billion dollars and that happened well, fuck, i'm not sorry, gonna, lady, i'm not fucking dead i'm not gonna have her murdered what I i'm would. gonna do no, dude, I'm going to have her kidnapped and sent to some uh, third world country. And and then I'm going to make sure she wakes up in some clinic with amnesia. But your money's still going to be taken out of your account. If you have if you have ORS, which, Las Ve- which Nevada does, regardless, unless that lady has a death certificate, that money is going to come out of his paycheck regardless. Yeah. $10,000 every so, month or so whatever he, that dollar So he is. has her sequestered. He has her kidnapped and given amnesia. And then he fakes a death certificate. He's a billionaire. He, he can afford to be like, oh, she died. Nah, it's so much easier to just murder her. Okay, so once again, you get a lot of people saying that's not true, blah blah. Okay, this is this is once again fact check it maybe. Uh, the story is from November tenth of twenty nineteen, but still says woman impregnated herself with stolen semen from billionaire wins child support battle. So a forty year old Las Vegas hotel cleaner won a child support battle against the twenty eight year old. This is millionaire who she never slept with. Jane was thirty six when she stole a used condom from then twenty four year old millionaire's hotel garbage can. So he's twenty four at the time. She inserted the semen inside of her vagina and, he, and became pregnant with a baby boy who is now four. During the child support hearing, Jane confessed that she never slept with a young millionaire and that she impregnated herself with his sperm while she was cleaning his room. This is a quote from her. He left his bank statement on the nightstand in his hotel room and I saw it when I was cleaning. At the time I wanted a baby so bad and I thought it would be better if I had a baby with a rich man. The paternity tests were concluded and the young millionaire is the father. The court ordered him to pay the mother of the child two million for the three years of his son's life Holy that he missed. Holy f- his lawyer said the client is planning to pursue other legal actions against the mother for stealing his bodily fluids and violating his privacy. Meanwhile, Jane has quit the hotel cleaning job and started a new business with her newfound fortune. She still has full custody of her child, whom she named after the father. Fuck her. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Can you imagine? She would be the ultimate Dude. get rich quick. That oh is the ultimate. That is literally gold gosh. digging like platinum level. Yeah. She's probably holding like master's classes. If you want to get rich quick, just steal them jizz bags. How the fuck word does well, that happen? But look at it. The same thing happened. You remember that we've talked about this. The same thing happened to Drake. He was banging that Instagram model. And then afterwards, you know, he goes to the bathroom, takes off the condom. He comes out. She right. wasn't. And then, but he had But put, there's actual sexual intercourse there. Well, right. But what he did is he poured hot sauce on the condom. So now she was suing 
suing him because she put it up her snatch and she got some, obviously probably some terrible yeast infection. Sure. But she's going to lose that because she's not pregnant, whatever. But I mean, take a, take a page. So let that be a lesson. If any of you guys ever win the lottery, <laughs> start throwing some Cholula in your fucking dick bags. Just go get I'm a vasectomy, dude. Says it ain't real. A bunch of these websites are saying it ain't real. Yeah. Vanguard says it was real. That's where I've read it from. But then I like went on Snopes. But how much do you trust Snopes? Because Snopes says shit ain't real than it really is. They're just trying to hide facts. So Snopes says it ain't real. Um, These people who self-proclaimed fact checkers online saying it ain't real. So I don't know if it's real or not. But- you know, that, that story with Drake, that's been confirmed real. Yeah. Oh, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a real one. You know. Right? She didn't get pregnant from it, but and, she's trying to sue his ass because she got freaking burned you know, by and, Cholula or whatever. And you know, yeah. And you know that, well, like. being a gr- uh, fucking gold digging whore. Like, yeah. fuck. You dude. know, like a lot of, you know, girls that go hang out at, like at, at clubs in Vegas or LA yeah, or wherever sure. where a lot of athletes, sure, movie yeah, stars hang sure, out. Sure, sure. And, and that's what they're going. That's their angles. That happens. Exactly. They're like, trying Kanye, to get. The- Kanye made a fucking song about it. Right? Oh, yeah. Gold right? diggers. But they're, and that's, and that's their end goal is to get knocked up by one of these dudes so they got that ticket now granted are there dudes so shoe on the other foot are there dudes who try to impregnate like fucking rich ass chicks to get them unlocked probably i would like honestly right yeah. if i had a shot with with like jennifer aniston so, hands down. hold on so so what's the you're calling this chick like a gold digging whore yes i didn't say whore. So, yes because she didn't put in the work to actually get that dude into bed okay if i put in the fucking work Okay. And I get Jennifer Aniston. Right. I have every right to get her pregnant in 2023 to claim that whatever baby she has is mine, and I deserve millions of dollars for child support okay. and alimony. I think what, the if corpus- to, what, what if she wants to get a uh, What if she wants to get a an abortion? An abortion. Then I still have the story that I fucked Jennifer. In, Aniston. in Harry Potter terms, a fetus <laughs> deletus. <laughs> fetus <laughs> deletus. That's the that's the magical that's spell. The, that's the yeah. magical. Spell. I get to run around and tell everybody I fucked Jennifer Aniston, yeah. so it's still a win for okay. me. Okay. <laughs> You're not going to tell her to keep the baby because it's yours too, and you don't want it to die. You don't have any rights. I I would tell her not to kill the baby. Yeah. Right. Because I'm I personally am against abortion. Yeah. You, so you I would right. have that argument at have the a, end. At the you end, have a right the- to tell her to not kill the baby. Sure. Okay. There's nothing. There's nothing saying I that I don't have that right. right now. Well, think about it. What's think that? about it. You want to paint you into a corner right now? Oh no! If that is my well, child, body, her if that is my child, yeah. I have every right to tell her that I disagree with abortion. Me, she should have the baby. Yada yada yada. Am I going to force her to have the baby? Yes. <laughs> Let me put it to you this way. <laughs> Fucking kidnap her ass. <laughs> Let me put it to you. If Fitz goes to a Coke machine and puts a dollar and gets a Coke, yeah. whose Coke is it? Is it the machines or is it Fitz's? It's true. Fitz's. Boom. Case closed. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's so fucking no, funny. No, I mean. A coke. Does he stick his dick in the Coke machine? Well, he does too. Because then it's deposit. definitely his fucking It's coke. still a deposit. It's a deposit. But no, there are dudes who do Holy that. Holy shit. And they absolutely, I mean, and, and there's all those dudes who bang like like those older rich widows yeah. because they get shit. You know, they're not in love with them. They're not trying to settle down. But if you've got a an older lady who's got tons of money and she's, you know, whisking you around to all points unknown on these trips and vacations and she's giving you, sure. you know watches and shit i'm all about having a sugar mama absolutely i'm all about that bro like why not i mean i can't you know i can't i can't disparage one way or the other but what i'm saying is you know drake took steps to prevent that yeah Mm -hmm. i don't disparage him for doing that either he doesn't want to have some chick trying to get in the bed with him and steal his babies right like that's fine not steal his babies steal his money and his babies for money yeah what it is babies for money. fair um all right probably a democrat (laughs) oh yeah for sure (laughs) babies for money yeah babies for money babies for all right so uh (laughs) that's fun so do you have any other stories you say you got some stories actually you told me you have a couple stories i have some stories too Oh, I had a Vegas story. Oh, yeah, Vegas story. Let's hear the Vegas story. Right? Cause... Oh, yeah, let's hear these titty balls. <laughs> no, that was... No, we already told the titty yeah. bar story, bro. Uh-huh. So... Were you not here for the titty bar story? No. Where Jeremy got in and his buddies didn't get fucking oh, let yes. in? Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. And Jeremy <laughs> went into the right. titty bar by himself <laughs> and Josh's right. like, you went in by yourself? And Jeremy's like, I'd rather be in a titty bar by myself than not in a titty bar at all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a fucking perfect... That's a line. Yeah. That's a line we got to put on the freaking deal to our friends that are asking for yeah. a personal signed Christmas, right? Christmas gift. That's so funny. Put your orders in right now for your savage gear yeah and then we will try to get you some personally signed yeah memorabilia or photos or something of the savages we've already got one custom we will send you out condoms full of jizz do with it what you will i'm not sending that out i'm not sending out shit no we'll do it this is legally binding for all three of us we're not telling you whose semen it is Holy shit. It might be. <laughs> it might be a mix of all three. It might be gerbil semen. When you get a fucking eight foot uh, Asian fucking baby. <laughs> fucking Yao eight Ming. Eight foot Asian baby. Yeah. Like your fucking semen's all coalesced. Yeah. And turn into one. Yeah. Giant fucking like mutant Mutant semen. fucking semen baby. <laughs> Holy shit, we're getting canceled so fucking fast. That's fine. Why? why? Cancel their own semen, bro. <laughs> yeah. You get canceled for that shit. 
So anyways, but seriously though, like check out check out our our uh, apparel and uh, go on there and we'll get you guys some uh, a personalized notes. There's, personalized there's, stuff, a, there's yeah. a place for them to leave notes, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if you want something a little bit customized, let us know. We've already got one custom order coming in. Also, you can just hit us on Instagram and say, hey, I ordered this. Could you give me a personalized this? And yeah. Like, That's fine. We'll do yeah. that too. We will do that. Jeremy's personalized dick pics are three bucks a piece. It's did, a dollar per uh, inch. Did you mean three dollar inches a piece? Inch. Yeah, three a dollar per inch. Yeah, dollar there you per go. inch. <laughs> if you want just the tip, it's just a dollar. <laughs> so if it sends you his dick pics, he'll pay you money. I will pay you three dollars. <laughs> negative. <laughs> I will pay you three dollars for my any, <laughs> aka a mangina. <laughs> mangina. Oh Derek has a mangina. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Anyways, yes. So Vegas. I'm in uh, Vegas for some training, and I'm with a couple buddies. Corey was one of them. And, oh, Coco. Um, yeah. So, you know, we're hanging out in a couple of, uh, you know, watering holes bars as it were and i don't know if people know this about vegas but uh working girls are prominent in vegas working girls like yeah. females that like are working like bro. oh prostitutes yeah. oh. yes yeah and those gals are pretty aggressive okay like they'll come up to you be like hey what are you doing you know and so we're hanging out and this good looking gal comes up to us she's like oh what are you guys doing we're like oh we're just hanging out drinking she's like oh i've got a couple of friends let's party and the two guys i was with like they fucking balk at it they're like uh and i'm like fuck yeah let's party where do you want to meet and she's like we can go to your hotel room and i'm like fucking cool i was like hey we gotta hit a couple more places and she's like what's your number so i actually give her our numbers because i'm like fuck yeah all right yeah so the guys next to me are fucking they're like stone cold frozen they're like uh uh, what? I'm like, fuck yeah, here's our numbers. Give us a call. I had no intention of actually having a meeting. Like I knew what, I knew what was going yeah, on. Yeah. 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 But you know, just, uh, having a good time. On the wall. Oh yeah. So then we leave that bar over the next like three hours. This chick blows our phones up like 20 or 30 times. Oh Holy really? Shit. She's like, Hey, we're here. Do you, when you guys want to meet, you know, blah, blah, blah. That we can meet. I got my friends with me and you know, I didn't say anything the rest of the night, but mm-hmm. do you think prostitution should be illegal? No, no, I absolutely think, not. I no. think I'm if, okay with it. I think if you want to do whatever with your body, that's fucking fine. If you want to, if you've got a, if you've got a good body, bad body, I don't give a shit. Why do you think that it is illegal? Because we used to have brothels, bro, back in the day. Oh yeah, especially especially um, there were certain cities back in the we day. Talked about that. did we really? I mean, historically, you know, working gals have been uh, isn't as, that the oldest profession on record? Proclaimed, proclaimed, yeah. proclaimed is the yeah. oldest profession. Like Jeremy said, dude, if if you want to do what you want with your body and you want to get money for it. What's the difference from OnlyFans? I know. Like, other than not physically fucking them, The anonymity and whatever. Which I guess is, is a big thing. But, but hold on. There are people who do, like, they bang on camera that's what on OnlyFans. That's what they I'm get saying. paid for it. That's what I'm but, saying. Or like, or like pornography. Yeah. Like if, if you're there is a chick no who's like, hey, difference. I want to sell this or a dude who says, I got this, let's sell this. I want to forget, I'll do you for this much money or whatever. Like, yeah. not if that I are, would do it. I'm just wondering like, are, why is it illegal? Two, right? If you are two consenting adults of the right mind frame, right? You're not taking advantage of somebody that yeah. has mental issues. But if you're two consenting adults and you want to engage in this, for example, like a sugar daddy thing, right? right? I will give you a blowjob for 80, you know, for a hundred bucks, whatever. Like, right. fuck, who cares? Who gives a shit? I'll who give you a blow a if shit. you take me out to a nice dinner. Yeah. yeah. Take me out to dinner and we can have sex. Buy me bang. a dress. We can bang. And Fitz and I are, yeah. were actually talking about it on the way up here uh, to podcast. Um, it's better than marriage because in marriage they get your money and you still don't get sex. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know? That's true. Yeah, you're giving that, everything you don't get any back. Exactly. At least you know there's a guaranteed, hey, I'm paying you for uh, this. Exchange of exchange. services. Yeah. Goods for services or Absolutely. money for goods or whatever. And sometimes the service doesn't even have to be sex. Sometimes yeah. it's money for bags. Yeah. Depends on who it is. Some of these sugar daddies just want some arm candy when they go out to, yeah, yeah, to yeah. dinner or uh, like isn't that, a, isn't that called, to a work function. No, that's legal though. That's legal. That's, legal. When, that's, that's an escort. Uh, escorts. That's an escort. That's escorts. Yeah. yeah. And so but es- instead, of, instead of money or sorry, instead of, instead of a nice date and money, like it's a nice date and sex. Did I ever tell you guys that story? Sorry, there's a story that just popped into my head thinking about this. And I'm cutting your story off. Sorry, Jeremy. We can get back to your story. When you used to be an escort? No, no, no. Well, I paid him. I paid him money. I mean, that that banana hammock is phenomenal. My 401k just was not. He put on the banana hammock? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. His nickname was Snuffleupagus. (laughs) Snuffleupagus. Just (laughs) dangling out. Just fucking trunking around. (laughs) I've seen it, folks. (laughs) It's just 
Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, back to my story. So, um, working patrol, get a call down to one of these hotels downtown, and some gal calling in that she's had something stolen from her. There's like vague ass details, and I don't know what's going on. So I'm like, oh, gotta go to the scene to investigate because they didn't gather very much information. So I get there and I meet this gal down in the uh, the lobby area, and she's probably in her mid twenties, like a pretty good looking gal. And she's telling me, she's like, hey, listen, I have a business, and I'm online, and when I do my business, I was gonna meet this guy up to sell him some stuff. So I showed up here, he, he took my services and didn't pay. And you know, at this time, I'm been a cop for like six or seven years, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. So uh, what are your services? I'm just curious as to what your services are. Are you a medium? Do you read palms? Yeah, I'm tea leaves, does, right? And she's like, well, so what I do is nuru or reiki massages, and I'm like, oh, I'm not familiar with that. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I'm sorry, you know, Jake's about to so, learn know, today. I, yeah, I did not know what that so was. So what it is is she? Well, I know what it is now. No, she reikis those titties across your face. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. she reiki the yes. titties. So I'm like, I'm asking, yeah. I'm like, okay, you you nuru massage, reiki massage. Like, what's what is this you're talking about here? And she says, well, what happens is we went up to the hotel room and I got completely naked and he stripped down completely naked and he lays down on his on his table that I bring. She has like all the kit, right? Yeah. He's got this massage table. So he lays down on the table and apparently she just like oils, oils them up. up. Yep. Yeah. And then you like glide up and yeah. down with your body, like no yeah. hands. Nope. You just glide up and down the bodies with your body. That's a, that's a new up and down. Slide. That's the new slide. right? Slippity slide. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, all right. So you like you massage with your naked bodies? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay. So is this like sexual assault here? She's like, no, no, no. He just didn't pay me. And I'm like, pay you? Theft of services? <laughs> We're talking yeah. here. Essentially, <laughs> you did your fucking new room massage. She's like, yeah. He just didn't pay me. And I'm like, oh, all right. I'm like, is this fucking legal? I'm like asking myself, I'm like, is this is this like a sexual oriented business here? Yeah. So she would need right? she needs a sexual oriented yes. license. Yes. So I'm like, okay, well, I mean, I'll write it up for you, but just so you know, this might come back down on you because yeah. I don't think you, she had no licensing. Yeah. She had no licensing in this and the other. And I'm like, okay, well, we'll write it up. But also I asked her, I'm like, so what's a like you said Nuru and Reiki? Like, what's a Reiki massage? And she's like, Well, a Reiki massage is there is no physical contact. You still get butt ass naked. And he yeah. Lay there on the table, but this like she says, not this guy. He just got a new room. But with other clients, they'll lay on the table, but they don't. They don't have to lay on their stomachs. They'll like lay on their back sometimes, and then she'll just get over the top of them, and then just like get as close as possible without touching, and then just like move mm-hmm. over the energies. Body. It's about energy, energies, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. And then she'll like use her hands and like get their hands over the top of like body, and like get as close as possible, but not touch, and then just like focus or some mm-hmm. shit like that. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about right now? It's, <laughs> it's super odd insane. stuff. It's weird. So there was a girl that I dated back in high school, smoking hot. Uh I found out she did Reiki massage. I'm like, you fucking would. Like you would do that weird freaky shit, and I hit her up. I was like, "What are your rates?" And then, and then Fitz, your- <laughs> Fitz promptly paid her for a Reiki massage. He's like, "You fucking would? How much? Uh, How much? You Venmo? Would. No, no, no. Cash I, app? Yeah. So it's do funny because change? when I hear this stuff, it makes me think of like, oh, you just don't want to do the deal, or you do the deal and just call it this and pretend like you don't do the deal. That's yeah. what it makes me think of, right? Yeah. It makes me think of like kids in high school. Oh, I don't want to have sex yet. You know, I want to blah 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 or like some religious person oh, I don't want to have sex yet because I gotta wait blah 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 but they'll still give each other hummers or blowjobs yeah. or handies or stick it in the butthole heard, or something like that I right? heard that if you do it in the butt it's not the it same doesn't it's like, count it's not on intercourse yeah. what is that called again <laughs> the b-hole loophole the b-hole loophole yeah the b-hole loophole right if it's that's in the, the ass loophole. it doesn't that's count that's not a yeah. thing that's the b-hole loophole to any high school children listening to this that's not a real that's thing that's not a thing bro Jesus is still frowning upon you <laughs> <laughs> Jesus is still watching Jesus is still watching. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't close his eyes. I'm any sorry. penetration of hole. That's a hole that yes. you make with your hand. That's a hole that you make with your mouth. That's a hole that you make with the wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You stick your dick in. Just leave it in your Just pants. Just hope that there's no fiberglass in there because that itch is like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Go into a glory hole. I've heard those holes are glorious. <laughs> right? Yeah. They are. As long as there's no fiberglass there's in there. There's fiberglass. That would itch. That makes for an itchy dicky. Yeah. And an itchy mouth for the person on the other side. Hi. And just make sure that it's not like a some two by six construction because oh good luck getting it. Good luck. <laughs> oh my god! You might have a little you poke out, have. but not going to be much. It's like you just want me to play with the tip, okay? <laughs> so 
Sorry. Holy that was the story shit. that I thought. Let's get back to yours. That was like totally off the rails. No, that, that was. What was your story? Yeah, that, that, off was, real quick. that was it. Yeah. I mean, so. Jake interrupted it? and then cut you off. What and then was told, like, Sorry, eight stories. I cut you off at the very end? <laughs> Damn, yeah. bro. Like, what was your story again? Tell me. Like, how it was did, the, the, the prosties that the came prosties up to him? The prosties were hitting us up. Yeah, but and that was so, it. And then he ghosted him like a fucking. But pimp. you didn't get him? Fuck no. Well, why was he going to pay for sex? Because you can. You can. I mean, you're not wrong, but. They don't accept credit cards. That was the. What did you credit card anyway? I tried. <laughs> She's like, that's extra. Uh, She's like, that's extra. I'm like, well. With the actual credit card? She's like, that's a 6% surcharge. For an extra $5, <laughs> you can swipe your credit card in my ass cheeks. <laughs> Fuck. Was- I, I, I want to do that now. <laughs> like, I got three credit cards. Just times it by three. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. my life. Oh my gosh. All right, guys. Hey, so listen, we got Joss on now. Joss just showed up uh, out of the blue, miraculously. Yeah, she just, just woke up from a hangover. Boom. Woke up from the hangy. <laughs> she had the hangy, woke up from it. Here she is now. So, uh, Joss, welcome out of the podcast. Thanks. Uh, Free range. You guys are domesticated, and I just do what I want. She does she what does she wants. Shows she wants. up and leaves when she wants. No fucking rules. Throwing She's toast at people. Throwing toast at people. Eat bitch. All right. So back to it. So you're talking about, we, we finished off your story, right? With yeah. uh, regards to the uh, Las Vegas whores. whores. We got to make that a shirt too. The whores. The whores. <laughs> W-H-O-O. What the fuck, Mitch? Come on. Get naked for the reiki. Na- get naked for the reiki. Oh, yes. 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 Get naked for the reiki. <laughs> I approve. I approve get of that. Naked. You get naked for the Ricky and we'll just have stick figures. Just like yeah. one, like horizontally over each other. Yes. With, but you have to have like the outline of like titties and like a booty. On a fucking stick figure? Yeah. All right. Stick figures can be sexual. Because who wants to get a Nuru or a Reiki from somebody that doesn't have titties or an ass? <laughs> True. Because if no I'm point. paying for that shit, I want some titties. Yeah, of course. You're not feeling anything else. Because if yeah. it's not, then it feels like a dude is on you. Although if you have some chick rolling on you with her freaking oils and shit like that and me, it's going to feel different. What? Even she's flat like me if i oil yeah. myself up and if, oil if, you up if, and some chick is, oil herself up and you up and i roll on you and she rolls on you it's gonna feel different you're gonna feel a difference you're gonna feel a difference same 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 same, same. same. we gotta put this to the test what does she have a, <laughs> a fucking 10 inch cleanest she's, she's working with <laughs> cleanest i forgot about that. that's a that's a girthy cleanest that's a cleanest bro the she's cleanest. like thanks i'm gifted <laughs> whatever it be thanks thanks <laughs> <laughs> all right oh. so so Shit. we told some stories, right? Yeah. I want to I want to get into like personal stories from the streets. You got you got a story, right? You I, I bring got up one. a story. Yeah. Okay. Bring up that story. I want I got one too. Okay. Go ahead. Bring that up. So you know, afternoon shift. I think this was Thanksgiving. Okay. And uh, call comes out domestic violence. You know, par for the course, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what Seriously. it is. People who hate each other, like, well, it's Thanksgiving. I fucking hate this person, but let's get together. And let's fucking drink. Let's drink and hate each other. Let's, it always That's works a out to be for disaster. So um, it's not in my area, but I'm. I don't know if I'm dispatched as initial but uh, another officer steps up she's got a recruit with her and mm-hmm. she's really good at getting the recruit all the experience yeah she's good she's real good FTO so a couple of us are in route for that and you know then it comes out like oh she's got a gun and a knife and then so like a couple of people are listening and then as we're in route shots fired mm. uh, and so then of course Dang. you know everyone wants to attach at that point of course you know nobody wants to take the the boring domestic right. where you're gonna have to write reports and stuff uh, but when there's weapons yeah. involved shot fires going, everyone's like go. I'll go I'll stop my report for that of course and so it's in this apartment um and so it, they've been around for a while as we're getting there this guy's calling in it's him and his girlfriend and he's like i'm outside i just heard a shot fired and the dispatcher's like i heard it too we get to the apartment and now we've got like four or five other officers attached okay these apartments you know the buildings they have four on one side of a building four on another side two up two down yeah and so we get to the apartment it's in the upper side on uh one of the buildings and so the boyfriend's outside just crying just wailing like oh my god i mean he heard a shot he's thinking the worst case and so yeah, are we. She, she shot herself like, oh yeah, she's done for, right? So we get there and, you know, it's kind of a hectic scene, right? A shot just got fired. People are coming out like, what the hell's going on? You've got the boyfriend there. And so we're trying to divvy up like, hey, you go here, you go here, stop, stop. Let's get some people. So she's got the recruit. So you want him to be involved as yeah, much as possible, sure. right? Mm-hmm. Good day great. experience. Yeah. So we get to the apartment, we're trying to get info from him and he's just like a blubbering mess. He's like, I don't know. I was like, okay, is she in there by herself? And he's like, yeah, nobody else. No animals. And we're like, okay, well, at least we know she's in there alone. She's by herself. Right. They so don't got to press the issue because yeah. they might be in jeopardy. Right. Per se. right. So they live alone. And the way these apartments are set up is it's a, like a, almost like a split level. Like the bottom part of the apartment is like a bathroom, a kitchen, a living room.
living room and then you go upstairs where it's like a bedroom. Yeah. And so the bedroom, but it's not like closed off. Like there's like a little, like a little uh, half wall. And then they, and so if you're up in the bedroom, you can see down below mm-hmm. to the living room or yeah. wherever, right? Like to the common area. Common area. Mm-hmm. And so we're walking up the stairs and the recruit's just kind of like chilling. He's just walking up. He's like, oh, this is cool. You know, a nice decoration. She's like, I like those pot lights. <laughs> She's like, hey, get your fucking gun out, right? There's a gun involved. He's like, oh yeah. Huh. So he's got his gun. Uh-huh. And so there was another officer who was going up with the recruit who was ahead of me. I was kind of like the last one in the lineup officers. There was four of us. Yeah. (laughs) It wasn't really a stick, but. (laughs) So I was the last one. And then it goes, uh, the officer had the recruit, the recruit, and then another female officer. Mm -hmm. And so they get up to the top of the stairs where they can see into the bedroom. And the chick's just sitting there with the gun pointed to her head. Pointed her own dumb. Right. And so she's holding herself hostage. So so the way she's pointing it, she's pointing it back at her forehead? Yeah. Okay. so the gun, the barrel's pointed like she's got her arm bent and like back towards her, yeah. and, you know, pointed right at her forehead. Okay. And they're like, uh, and I'm like, hey, psh, let's get down, right? There's yeah. no reason for us to. Why would you be up there? And so everyone kind of goes down below, still by the living room. They start to try and create a dialogue with her. And obviously she hadn't killed herself, right? Because she's sitting up right in mm-hmm. the bedroom. She's still there. Still there. Mm-hmm. And so they start, I'm like, hey, let's move back to the doorway. Like, let's extract ourselves from this because there's, we can communicate yeah, just as well. We th- yeah, yeah, right? exactly. Get to a point of cover and nice, get, get like, to a, out yeah. of the line of fire. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, it, like you said, it's one of those apartments where she could move around and we wouldn't really know. We might be able to hear some things, mm-hmm. but she could easily just put a hand over. Exactly. How, how quick is it to go from like pointing at your own head to turning in and pointing at you? Yeah. And we wouldn't see no, it. Yeah, exactly. And so I was like, hey, let's let's move back a little bit. Let's go from the doorway, right? Because that affords us a lot more kind of cover. Yeah. Extraction so, point. Get yeah. out of there if you have to. And so we tell the boyfriend who called in like, hey, let's get him out of here. Um, I try and knock on the apartment next to evacuate people in case she starts, you know, Cranking rounds Cranking off. rounds yeah, off. Yeah. No one answers. I'm like, okay, well, at least I knocked for like a minute or two pretty loud. Yeah. So no one's in the apartment, you know, because these are the upper apartments. No one's in the one next to her. So if she's shooting across, hopefully they're, you know, either passed out or not there. And so then these two female officers start communicating. Um, and the one who had the recruit kind of was the initial and did just did a phenomenal job. She's able to talk this chick to drop the gun, yeah. leave it in the bedroom, come downstairs and put some handcuffs on. Mm, that is good. Yeah. And so- That's awesome. And th- this all happened, what, with like five minutes. Dang. And so she's just- she's She's laying it on, just and this gal comes. Yeah, down. I know who you're talking about, dude. She's worked for me before. Yeah. I've liked having her on my squad. Oh, yeah. She was like squared away. Yeah, so she did DCFS stuff before she became a cop. Oh, really? So, huh? So on DCFS, so so child family services stuff. She did that yeah. beforehand. Yeah. So whenever I had calls where that was involved, and she was on those calls, I was like, damn, this is gonna be handled really well. Yeah. And we had I told that story of that kid who had the cigarettes put out on him, and he had like yeah. a bunch of burns on him, and his eyes had been like burnt with chemicals and stuff like that. Yeah, she was the initial on that. Oh, dang. Oh, yeah, back to it. And so uh, she's able to get her into handcuffs. It ended up being a DV. This chick, you know, it, it was all over cuddling. So like, you, what? Yeah. Over cuddling? Cuddling. Tell me. Well, hold on. Go. Yes. Details. 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 So, um... She's like, I don't want to be the big spoon, son of a bitch. I'm the Every dude now. listening to this episode, ears just perked up. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if like, she what? if what? she wants to cuddle, you fucking cuddle. <laughs> oh, damn. Is that what it was? Especially if you've got a, a Glock 9 hanging around. Oh, shit. She didn't want, she wanted to cuddle, and he's like, yeah. man, I'm good. It was, yeah, something to the effect. One person wanted to cuddle, one person didn't. I think it was uh, she wanted to cuddle, he didn't. And so then it kind of started a shoving match. And oh, she's like, I'm going to fucking gosh. kill myself. Because you didn't want to cuddle. Because you didn't want to cuddle. And so you because said- you don't love me enough to cuddle me. So I'm going to ask a couple questions uh, yeah. so we can kind of base this in. So you said that he's there. He calls it in. A shot is fired and yeah. is heard by dispatch. Yep. So she shoots the shot? Yeah. Okay. So where well, did she, at him or where did the so shot So what shot? we found out, kind of the sequence of events are, is, you know, the, there's this dust up over cuddling. And so she's like, well, I'm going to kill myself. So he starts to try to get some like emergency services, whatever. She ends up like slapping him, push him out of the way. And then the whole time she's, so, you know, it's that split level. Yeah. And so she goes up and grabs the gun but she doesn't know how it works oh, she's not, not her gun no his gun it's his gun okay and so she's like i don't know what and so she had pushed him out of the apartment while he's trying to get emergency services or whatever and so she's up there with the gun and she's like well i don't know how this works and so she fires cranks one off down into the bed just uh, cranks one off into the mattress yeah into the mattress and where does it go and couldn't find it no? we ended up writing a search warrant to recover that round so i don't know if it hit a spring and pinged around in there or something did but it look like it traveled through the bed through and through no they didn't no the, it didn't come out no Okay. So it never ended up finding the round. Okay. And so the way that she had done, I don't know if she limp-wristed or if she had pressed right up against the mattress because when we cleared created the gun- malfunction. When we cleared the gun, the spent shell case was still in the chamber. Yeah. So she created a malfunction. So even, you know, even if she had tried, 
Yeah. Nothing would have happened. You didn't know yeah. that at the time, though, right? right. She didn't yeah. know that. So, she probably did not have a clear malfunction right. either. She could have tried to pull the trigger again. It wouldn't have worked. Yeah. Right. Because the slide didn't rack. Slide didn't and rack. put a new round back slide in. Slide didn't travel back to get it ejected. Because the, the, yeah, the spent casing was still inside yeah. the chamber. Yeah. Okay, makes and sense. And so I think, for, from what makes sense to me, is that she was like pressing up against yeah. the bed yeah. and then cranked off around. And, and the slide couldn't travel back and forth. Yeah. Because typically, if you limp wrist it, it just creates a stovepipe. Yeah. And you'd have the uh, casing inside of like the ejector port yeah. area. Sticking out. Sticking yeah. out. And so eventually able to get her into handcuffs, found out it was a DV. So ended up taking care of that issue. But yeah. I mean, you know, I was kind of the one of the guys there, but, you know, just hung back and was just kind of doing like, all right, well, you two do what you're doing up there. Great dialogue. You know, and she happens to be one of our hostage negotiators. Oh, nice. And she had nice. gone to the training like a month or so before. And so. Because you're on that now too. Yeah. Yeah. And so she was like, oh, it fucking works. That's cool to see the uh, fruits of your labor yeah. in regard yeah. to that. So, yeah, for sure. Did you? Somebody doesn't want to cuddle. Hide your weapons before you Knock them down before, yeah. I gotta remember that. Was there any alcohol on board, either of them? No. So she was... <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> like the piss is laughing at that shit. She was sober. He's like, "What kind of sober bitch wants yeah, to cuddle?" Hold on, we we've all seen it before, where you where somebody's intoxicated and yeah. the littlest thing throws them off, right? Because yeah. what's one of the first things that goes out of the window when you get drunk? Yeah. Right, your inhibitions, your ability yeah. to make sound judgment. Yeah. So I like I could get that as crazy as it sounds. If she was drunk, I could get that. <laughs> but you're telling me that a sober chick lost her absolute mind yeah. because her person didn't want to fucking cuddle with her. Yep. <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> this just goes to show, and obviously this isn't the end all be all, but this is just another like tally on the scoreboard of why women are fucking insane. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, I, I don't mean any offense to women, but like maybe a little bit, but y'all are fucking wild. <laughs> Your teammates are out here drawing guns on people because they don't want to cuddle with them. <laughs> y'all need to talk to your homies. I've always said I'd rather be crazy than That's dumb. dangerous. <laughs> that is dangerous. <laughs> so what you're telling me is you can empathize with this young lady. I don't understand where she's coming from. I don't know their situation or relationship. I'm just saying a lot of women are crazy and I'm not disagreeing with you on that point. I'm just saying I would rather be crazy than dumb. So let's ask this. So <laughs> she but, you, but are, you make it sound like those are, are the only two options though. Let me ask you this, Jocelyn. She's just saying that you're saying women are crazy. Yeah. And there's a lot of women that show examples of crazy. She's yes. saying that, yeah, there are women who are crazy. She's agreeing. But then she's saying there's a lot of dudes show they're dumb. Hold on, wait, hold on. So you're saying it's the dude's fault that she's crazy? Guys, if you didn't do so much dumb shit. Expound. Oh. Expound. You would just cuddle. <laughs> but he doesn't want to cuddle. Maybe he's what is not that his feel- obligation? Maybe he's not feeling well. Maybe he's just not a cuddler to begin with. But he wishes that he would have just cuddled. I bet he yeah, wishes man. that he picked somebody that wasn't fucking crazy. Yeah, that too. <laughs> But he wishes he didn't have a gun that she could get a hold of. <laughs> maybe, maybe that, maybe that round was a dummy round. It was just a blank. He's like, this bitch is crazy. Was there a hole in the mattress? Yep. Oh, okay. okay. It wasn't a dummy round. Hole, hole going in, not coming out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's and like, so, the first round is going to be a blank because if she tries to shoot me, <laughs> that shit ain't going to happen. Oh, shit. <laughs> so I think I think there needs to be a trade off, right? If if you want to cuddle and I don't want to cuddle, right? Okay, we'll cuddle, but I'm grabbing a titty as yeah, we're cuddling for sure. Yeah, but right? that's not enough to cuddle. <laughs> a titty? Sometimes I mean, it is. If you love titties, it I is. I mean, yeah, like, bro. I love, I love to, I am not a cuddler. I'm not a cuddler. I, I will get into a rare mood where I'll get super cuddly. And so, like, me and Britt will cuddle, but it'll only last for, like, maybe five minutes. So, let's say this. So, like, once I get my get, cuddles in, I'm hey, like, okay, I'm like, this is great. This is awesome. If you awesome. get Fizz like, drunk enough, he'll cuddle with you for a while. Oh, yeah. This is lovey-dovey. And then, like, fucking like Yes, I'm speaking from experience. You tucked me into bed. We didn't cuddle. I cuddled you Listen, did you? Yeah. I don't remember that. Everything you're saying is me feel good because I've talked to Steve. You're cuddly as fuck, bro. Even with Steve, I don't cuddle with that dude more than a few minutes. So, Steve's a liar then? Yes. No. Bring him back up here. So, let me ask you this. We'll cuddle. We'll touch penises. And then it's like, all right, bro, I need my space. He needs his space, and then we'll just go to sleep. Okay. Like we might like throw a hand across, like touch each other's legs, but that's not cuddling. So let me ask you this. So let's say let's say the roommate wants to cuddle one night. Okay. And she's like, "Look, give me about ten minutes. You can rub on the titties, but just give me ten minutes of cuddling. Sure. I ten minutes of cuddling, I can handle that. And you can and you can grab a titty. Well, I grab a titty whenever I want to. Oh, I don't shit. need. That's cuddling. assault, brother. That's not assault. Whoa. 
All right, so that does it for our stories from the streets. Thanks, Jeremy, for some of those. Yeah. Appreciate it. That was a good story. Yeah. Glad you guys handled it that way. Sometimes uh, I feel like guys, they force the issue with single suicidal subjects. Yeah. We have somebody who's threatening suicide. They're going to hurt themselves. Nobody else is in danger, per se. And guys mm-hmm. go up there and put themselves in Great a situation. Yeah. They create a problem. Yeah. Now, this person is suicidal. And they, you know, what they kind of want a lot of times is for cops to do the job for them. Yeah. yeah. Suicide by cop. Yeah, exactly. Suicide by cop. That's the thing. So it's nice when you get enough experienced people there that understand oh this is the situation going on here nobody else is in jeopardy let's not force this situation let's back off yeah. and try to establish some sort of communication where nobody's in jeopardy mm-hmm. and then boom talk it down resolve it honestly I don't like us going on suicidal subjects because I think it puts us in a precarious situation sometimes yeah. you have to other people yeah. are involved this one was a lot like that so you kind of got to be there to make sure nobody else gets hurt but I think you guys handled that really well so congratulations yeah, good. good job <laughs> so uh, anyway let's turn it over to a savage of the week. Jeremy, you got that for us? Yeah. So this is a story about, I guess you could call it love. Um, I guess. Type of love. Okay. Fitz, I don't know their names. Do you remember I, I'm looking it up right now. So there's a gal. She's 23 years old. And this this is a couple years older, but it's just so fucking weird <laughs> that you can't not. So this gal, um, she was 23, married, and she gets a phone call one day that her husband has been in a terrible accident. And by the time she gets a phone call, it's been like seven hours since the accident. So she didn't know if he was alive or dead or what. She goes to the hospital. He's got severe injuries. Well, he ends up going into a coma. They were high school sweethearts. They had met when he was 15. She was 16. Dated all through high school. They both wanted, you know, families. They loved each other. So they got married at 21. So now they're both 23 and they'd been married a couple years. So she's at the hospital. This dude's in a coma. He ends up coming out of the coma after a couple weeks. Mm. But he's not the same. And so he kind of needs like full-time care. Like he's kind of an invalid. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's political. That's fine. Invalid. He's, you know what that means? Invalid. He's, he's invalid. He's invalid. So one of her lifelong dreams was to have a family. And she thought it was going to be with this guy, right? Okay. So it's looking like that's not going to be possible. So she wants to pursue her dreams, but I mean, she still wants- Anything's want, possible if you put your mind to it. Or her mouth, I guess. Her or mouth Whatever. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Yeah. Um, so her idea is Just like- suck out a sample? I guess. I mean, you know- <laughs> Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. <laughs> I, I, don't know, I don't know to the degree that he was invalid, Yeah. but I'm thinking like, you know, could they not have extracted a sample? Yeah, I don't could've. know. She could have. Um, so her idea is like, well, I still kind of love the guy. Yeah. I don't want to leave him destitute, but I want to have my own life. So she divorces him. Then she goes back to court and- She divorces him? Yeah. As an invalid? Yeah. Okay. Her name is Chris. His name was Brandon. And they got married in 06, shortly after, you know, they dated for a while in high school and stuff. And then once they kind of became older. And so two years into the marriage, uh, Chris received a life-changing phone call. Her husband was hit by a semi-truck in a horrific crash. Semi? Yeah. And so she, oh, she says, I was 24 with my whole life ahead of me. It was incredibly heartbreaking that she gets this news. His condition was so unstable that the medical team wouldn't confirm whether he was dead or alive and warned warned Chris, his young wife, that he likely wouldn't survive. Mm-hmm. So she's getting some pretty grim news, right? Yeah, bad. And nobody wants to get that phone call. That's terrible. Well, and she didn't get the notice until seven hours Seven after. hours. Yeah. It took forever for so them he's, to figure out So by this time, he he's was. already at the hospital. They've tried to, you know, they've evaluated doing whatever. And now she's getting the phone call. He was in a coma for two months. Oh, wow. And he was left with severe brain damage. She said, I felt very hopeless in the early days, Chris recalled. I was grieving him even though he was still alive in this coma. After some time, Brandon began to recover, but even now he relies on others to get through the day. So he kind of came back, but wasn't invalid. Yeah, he needed help. He uses a wheelchair, needs help with eating, using a toilet, getting dressed. He also struggles with his short-term memory and speech. So... He's got some issues. Yeah. So initially, uh, they moved back home, but she quickly admitted she couldn't take care of him on her own. She decided to move him into a nursing home five minutes from their house, although she continued to be his primary caretaker. So she would stop by, see him every day. You know, she was still very present in his life when he was at the nursing home. Two years after the car crash, Chris finally came to terms with the fact that it was time to build a new life. Okay. She said, I had a pivotal moment. It's okay to grieve. It's okay to miss him. She told SWNS News, I realized I had to let it go and love him as this new person. Okay. Because now he's a new person. Yeah. He's a new person. Yeah. And so he's still able to communicate and kind of talk, but just needs a lot of help with simple daily tasks. Yeah. She began to look into becoming Brandon's legal guardian at the same time she started divorce proceedings. Give me his legal guardian and divorce his ass? Yeah. 
Okay. She says, so yeah. The judge asked me, what happens if you get married again? I said, he's my family. I'll love him and take care of him until the day I die. So she ends up getting a divorce and then becomes his legal caretaker, his legal guardian. So then shortly after that, um, she meets somebody else. Okay. A single dad with a kid and um, they dated. And now she decided, well, this is the guy. So she marries this guy. Okay. And so now she's living with her new husband and her ex-husband. So now she has this life where she's married, has kids with her new husband and fully takes care of her ex-husband. And her ex-husband just gets to watch her be married to someone else. (laughs) Yeah. Does he live with her or does he live at the nursing home still? He's moved back in. He lives. He with moved her. back in. Yeah. Does not have family. I don't what know. The if that fuck? was my son, I'd be like, I'll take care of him. Oh, yeah. what the hell, dude? Yeah. She marries this guy. He gets in an accident. He becomes he invalid. Becomes dependent. Yeah. And she's like, I don't want to be married to you anymore because you're not fulfilling my needs and yeah. like the family issues. Yeah. So I'm going to divorce you, but I'm still going to be your legal guardian. Yeah. But I'm going to find somebody else who can fulfill those other needs. Yeah. So at one point, when she was dating her new husband, Brandon was like okay with it. Asked like, hey, you like you want to go get a beer. So he's with it enough to get a beer. understand what's going Share on. Share a beer with her new husband. Uh, dude. That is savage as shit. Can you imagine? He's down the hall <laughs> while she's getting taken to pound town by her new husband. Oh my right? gosh. That is weird. That is wacky and wild stuff. I don't know, man. That's so freaking weird as shit, bro. That's savage. That's a savage ass Do move. they live in a trailer? Double wide. Double wide. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. That's, that's not much of a Oh, what's the word uh, a threat right like that's not a threatening thing for another dude especially when they no. see this guy who's invalid and short term memory all these things like she's got to help feed him like no, that dude's not that dude's not going to step back into it I don't think it's a it. threat but it's still just weird still weird I, of course, I would yes. not get into a relationship with a person like that no. but at the same time I, I don't think that that would be too weird again like your your child your your high school sweethearts known each other since childhood you had a relationship together all these things and then because of this freak accident now this person is incapable of having children or satisfying certain needs for the the other person in the relationship that's a savage ass move to make but like outside looking in it's i understand so, it i, I mean get it. i can because she was super young i mean if this happened when they yeah, were in their late 60s bro. i'm like okay yeah just stick with it you're done yeah. right yeah but she was 23 24 yeah. at the time you haven't had a family yet see i don't have a problem with her like moving on moving on i don't have a problem with that i don't right. i really don't right um i have an issue with her taking guardianship yeah move on with her life <laughs> See, I don't know his mental stasis is. I don't know where he's at. I don't know what he understands sure. and what he can like comprehend and yeah. cope mm-hmm. with. But if he has any idea that that's what's going on, that's, I don't know. Well, he was with it enough to invite the new, her new beau, her new boyfriend out for a beer. Out for a beer. Yeah. Weird. So he's got some sort of. <laughs> and there's also got to be the other family that's taken into account. Like his family probably isn't in a position to help yeah. him or else they, they would have potentially would have. Yeah. Right. Like I wouldn't imagine, for example, if it's my child, right. If it's if it's my oldest that that happens to and the other person is ready to move on like I wouldn't fault them for it right and I would probably step in and be no, like no I that's my child yeah. I would too yeah I wouldn't let my like, child gonna... stay with this person who's moving yeah. on to somebody else like you're gonna go live with them no 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 so either that family's not capable of or he doesn't have a family like family disappeared yeah and those families yeah but even then at some point I mean like you can still maybe visit him once in a while and be a part of his life send him back to the nursing home yeah he's something got medicare else. medicaid whatever it yeah. is that's gonna take care of him yeah. so to me there's something where she's just like i'm divorcing you can't you, let go but i also she still wants you. that portion of the relationship but she wants to have her cake and eat it too a little bit it yeah. seems like so but that was a savage as fuck move so she's the savage of the week at that point there's like I don't know that we've ever talked about euthanasia, yeah, but really. there are some, there are some times where it's like, I think it should there's be couple, okay to suicide There's a couple yourself. states who will, it's self-assisted suicide, euthanasia. There's a couple states who are okay with that. Yeah. And the process to go through it is like your primary doctor from whatever cause has to talk to this doctor. They have to get it verified by a board of doctors. Sure. And once everyone's come to the conclusion like, yeah, this is terminal, you're going to die. Yeah. Then you get prescribed whatever combination of medications to take like at home. Mm-hmm. And you take it. And you take it on your own. On your own. Yeah. And I'm sure there's a ton of papers they have to sign, you know, releasing people from malpractice shit. But I mean, in my in my opinion, like if I've got no quality of life and like there's no reason for me being here, yeah. pull the plug. He doesn't yeah. have any kids. Pull the plug, bro. Yeah. Just, he doesn't have kids. He's never going to have a job. He's never yeah. going to be able to do any of that stuff. Like, ugh. Yeah, no thanks. That's like those, you see the people that have, 
they're like quadriplegic yeah. or they have like no arms and legs. Yeah. And for me, I'm like, fucking kill me, please. Yeah, serious. Like, <laughs> just kill me. <laughs> Metallica wrote a song about it. Oh, they did. Yeah. One. Yeah, the one. Yeah, that's a good ass song. So, oh, uh, Enter Sandman? No. No. Oh. It's the one. It's the only Metallica song that I know. So let me ask you this. He, he was basically from war. He had like got his arms and uh, legs blown off and yeah. was just basically like laying there trying to like hold his breath to kill himself. Yeah, that's not going to work. Well. Man, you got to do what you got to do. Got to do what you got to do. Million dollar baby. I can picture a scenario where I'm I'm like in that position where I'm like I need to die and like I'm and Justin be like I got it and just like push the button like pull it. Justin's like okay cool <laughs> I'll hold a pillow over your face bro I will I'll do you the, I'll do that sweet mercy Jake have actually talked about this by holding a pillow over his head well, maybe I shouldn't say this everybody no do it's okay do it. hell yeah how would you kill Jake um I told him that I would kill him lovingly and just smother him with my boots. Yeah, there you go with them titties. I'm I'm cool. That's with that. a, that's a good way. Smother yeah. smother them to heaven in them titties. With them I'm down. I smother would like them titties. I would like to be a fly in the wall when the doctor comes in. Like, what the fuck are you doing? It's okay. It's love, doc. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry it's about love. It. It's Get love. Out of here. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I like it. Jake's hand is just flipping off the doctor. <laughs> I don't have a hand. He's I got fucking hand. no arms or legs. What happened to your arms and legs? I got them blown off. That's why I'm getting fucking yeah, suicide. Fucking King Arthur, chop him off while you were trying to defend a river. What yeah, the yes, fuck? Exactly. It's just a flesh wound. I'm glad you got that reference. Do you guys have? Do you guys have a, a caveat? Like in that scenario, you have no arms, no legs. Oh, yeah, we talked about it. Okay, and really? she'll ba- she'll bang you one last time in the hospital, oh, and yeah. then smell you up. Get that dick up, but sure. I mean, you didn't chop your dick off, just your arms and legs. Then why like, kill me? I'm good to go. Oh, okay. Come sit on it sometimes. There you go. Just come sit on it sometimes. I'm good with that. So in go. that in that scenario, <laughs> would you be okay if Joss divorced you, remained legal guardianship over you, and then married some other dude? What do What do I get out of it? You. She still sits on your dick occasionally. Okay, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Who's feeding me? Me. Okay. I'm cool with that. <laughs> I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. But, but the problem is because you're digest, it has to. I have to baby bird that shit to you. Oh. <laughs> because your digestion is so right. fucked up from the accident. Oh yeah. 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 Cool You'd be that. okay with that still. Yeah. 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 You have to be fed like a baby bird. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I baby. Oh. I baby bird feed you. <laughs> See, that's why we need video. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's funny. That's awesome. All right. That is too funny. So different different type of savage. Yeah, it's uh, a little savage on the uh the odd spectrum. The odd. That savage is on the spectrum. <laughs> We heard that story on the way coming up, and we were both like, what, what the, the fuck? That's weird. Crazy. Just the logistics of it, like, yeah. could you bang just down the hall knowing that old no, boys just, so profe- weird. like Fitz said, <sighs> Professor Xing it down the hallway? <laughs> <laughs> professor Xing it down the hall. Oh, my gosh. No, that's weird. I mean, Dirty Talk goes out the window because, yeah. like, you want to sit there, and she's like, this is the best dick I've ever had. And yeah. he's like, oh. It's like I'm doing circles in his little Professor X chair. <laughs> Right? That's fucking... Exactly. <laughs> Do you think she rides his face every once in a while? Nah. Like as a consolation? No. No? No. Nope. They're from Texas, though. No, that's... Well, she, she, she pulled the straight power moves like, fuck, you never get nope. this again. You're not getting this again. You're going to live with me. You're going to fucking know, like though. it. Maybe that's why she keeps him around. Yeah. Maybe his oral skills are better than the husband's oral skills. So she gets the best of both worlds. He's like speaking in tongues. And he can't do shit about it. <laughs> exactly. So she just rides his face and then occasionally, or on occasion, and then she gets... Oh, my God. We went down the freaking... She's his legal guardian. Yeah, I think she does. Like a little she's power, got the, the little power, power move. Yeah. yeah, power move. Yep. It's like I'm he's, the he's in the corner. He's in my house. And he's I'm fucking this other guy. He's in the corner you watching. Like it. Yeah. You like it? Mm, you like it? We're gonna have to edit the shit out of this part. <laughs> They're like these guys are talking about writing on faces. Yeah. <laughs> Let's fucking send this off so I can stop having to edit so much shit. Are we? Uh, <laughs> the new couple's banging on top of him on his wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go anywhere, bitch. <laughs> That's the power move right there. That's power move. They just like strap him down inside his bedroom. Yeah. They come oh in there like, hey, God. we're using your bed today. Instead of a table. Enjoy. Instead of a table for new Rue, he's the table. Yeah, he's the table. Oh, <laughs> laying on top of him. <laughs> Except it's the guy laying down, you know? Yes. So she's on, she's like, you can't even feel these wet titties. These oily oh titties anymore. <laughs> Three degrees of separation right there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, I'm going to send this off. So guys, uh, hopefully you've enjoyed the holidays. We appreciate you guys checking into the savages. Check us out on our website, domesticatedsavages.com. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. And uh, guys, always remember, stay savage. Stay savage. 
Professor X forever. Next time, just cuddle. Damn, <laughs> cuddle it up. <laughs>